Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. And uh, we're going to talk a little Downton Abbey today. I have Tanya back with us. And if you guys remember Tanya, she expressed her feelings about the way Veronica Mars ended up. Also known as second fangirl in command. <laughs> yes. All right. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, who was a fan of Downton Abbey first? We're going to get there. I was going to confess to that. Uh-huh, calm down. Uh-huh. Calm down. All right. So, Tanya, say, tell us where you're from oh. and a little bit about yourself so people know where to find you if they want to talk to you after this. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. Um, I am Tanya Lamb from LolaLambChops.com, and you can find me on all social media handles at LolaLambChops. All right. And uh, for those that haven't figured it out, Tanya and I are, are very good friends, and that's why she likes to give me a hard time all the time. Correct. <clears throat> okay, so... Downton Abbey, we actually just walked out of the movie. Yes. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But for now, no spoilers. We're not going to give you anything to worry about. You can listen until we say, let's talk about the movie. And then at that point, if you are the type that are concerned that we're going to spoil something for you, you might want to turn off and come back and listen to the rest of it later. But for now, uh, we're going to talk about how how this even happened. As Tanya has pointed out, I am not the Downton Abbey fangirl. <laughs> she is. <laughs> and I, I have to confess, I think it's just been the last like two weeks that I binge watched six seasons worth <laughs> of Downton Abbey in order to go see this movie. And I finally did because of Tanya. Yay. Uh, so tell, tell me how you got into it, what you like about it, and just your basic feelings on why people should watch Downton Abbey. I got into it early on when it came out. I think, I don't think, you know, it was right from the get go. But once I started hearing people say, oh, we really love Downton Abbey, that's when I started watching it. So as the seasons went on, it came on, um, what was like PBS masterpiece or Mm -hmm, something. mm -hmm. So it would come out in England first and then it would come to America. And so there would be like, So people would leak the seasons first and then you would have to try to find like you could buy something and then it was like shady stuff that you could find the season (laughs) ahead of time. And I tried all of that, but like I think it ended up being too expensive or something. So I just had to wait for it to come out. But I really if you like period pieces, I think Downton Abbey is perfect for you because it's got a lot of drama, humor, but it's all clean but it's so well done that people who normally like smutty things also like Downton Abbey just because of the great acting and the storylines and things like that. Because I don't, I just love the family. The I fa- love yeah, the Crowleys. Yeah. I love them. The Crowleys are pretty, uh, pretty amazing. So I, it was on PBS. So that was not on my radar at all. I said this earlier to somebody that I don't think I've ever seen anything on PBS on purpose. (laughs) Like I might have accidentally (laughs) come across something that was interesting on PBS, but for the most part, I, PBS is not on my radar. Um, yeah, I'm that person, but (laughs) uh, well, the 4th of July thing that they do, I used to like that. I would watch that, but now I live here. So I live that. So I don't even have to watch it anymore, but that was it. Um, so it completely went over my head. I missed all of it. Never watched a single show. Even when you guys would 
talk about how amazing Downton Abbey was in the final season. And I remember following that on, and I was surprised I didn't have FOMO because usually that's what happens is when people are talking about these shows, I'm like, oh, maybe I should jump on board. Maybe I should get into it. It didn't happen until this movie was coming out and I had some time and I was like, I need to hurry up and start watching this show because I don't want to miss out when everybody starts talking about the movie. And so I did some stupid stuff. I think I was like up till three o'clock at one night, finishing up one season. And then I went to sleep, got up in the morning, started watching again, finished watching another season, got like halfway through season three, but knew some bad stuff was some sad stuff was coming up. And so I actually stopped watching it for a little bit because I was trying to put it off because it, it got me that much. Like I got sucked into this story so quickly. Yeah, it's, and there's something really satisfying about a good binge too, mm-hmm. like something that just keeps you so entertained that you have to see, okay, what's the next one? Okay, what's the next one? And, and for me, it was, so my very first press junket was Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember being so excited because not only did I get to interview Emma Watson, but Dan Stevens, too. And I remember you saying that, and I'm like, who's Dan Stevens? Yeah, I'm like, okay, we're, it almost ruined our friendship. It did. Um, and then I, okay, so this is a spoiler. We all know what happens to Matthew eventually. Matthew Crowley, that's who Dan Stevens plays. And I loved him so much, and I was so mad. I think I did go on a little Downton strike for a little bit because I was so mad. When I saw him in the room, I was so excited for, like, three seconds, and then the anger came to me. I was like, how dare you leave the show? It was your fault you left. Uh, You ruined Downton Abbey. You made choices, Dan, and I will never forgive you. Yes. And it was funny because I think during the interview, he's told stories about how old ladies would come up to him and like want to hit him and stuff. That's hilarious. No, you're good. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So I do remember that because you were like, oh, it's Dan Stevens. I'm like, it means nothing to me. Literally <laughs> meant nothing to me. Sorry, Dan. Now I'm like, oh, I'm kind of into Dan Stevens because he was really great as Matthew. Real quick, let's backtrack, though. For anybody that's going, I don't even know what Downton, Sta- Downton Abbey is about. Like, what is this? Can you give... Uh, concise-ish no okay I'm thinking I would describe it as a period piece set uh in the 19 it starts like in the 1914 because that's when the Titanic sank I believe it starts with the sinking of the Titanic so it's an uh, English family that's got royal blood and it's a family drama through the years what it covers about 10 or 15 years total, including the movie. Cause I think we're hitting like 1927 or something like that with the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Like in the movie, I was confused because like they had made references about something that was incorrect from like, cause I just watched the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Of, but anyways, in the movie, they said it was about seven years since Sybil had died. Right. So. Right. So, so that's, that's the basic, it's this, this big, big family drama story. And so each family member, and I think that's what I loved so much is it wasn't so the stories were, were fine. I liked the stories, but I liked the people. I liked the characters. Yeah. You get connected to them and, and Definitely. the servants too. Like that's another yes. whole storyline there between the servants 
and then between the servants and the family and all of that. So yeah, there's upstairs and downstairs drama and sometimes it intermixes and it's, it's, it's delicious. It's yeah. delicious. It's fantastic. So, so I started watching it and I, I, it didn't take long. It was probably two, maybe, maybe three episodes in that I was hooked. And what cracked me up was my daughter who's eight was like, can I watch this? And I was like, I don't know. We'll start and we'll see what happens. And there were some episodes that I would say are not so kid-friendly. Right. Um, there's definitely some things that we shoot her out of the room and told her, no, she couldn't see. But uh, I think the overall heart of the story, for the most part, is family family drama. And I so, mean, I would not recommend it for, eight, for an no, eight-year-old. No, 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 no. Most eight-year-olds I would say no to. I, would it, is it something I would watch with my teen daughter? Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and my husband got into it too. Does, does your husband watch it? Yeah. He watched all the episodes. <laughs> yeah. Which that surprised me. I didn't think, I didn't think Rob would be interested in this, but he was, he's totally down for it. When he found out I was going to the movie, he was like, oh, I thought, I thought we were watching this so we could go see it together. Uh, tell him he can go with Ryan. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, uh, anywho, um, characters, in this in this movie, I don't think there's any character that stands out more than Maggie Smith. I mean, anything with Maggie Smith, why wouldn't you watch it? Like, correct. She, there's nothing correct. that she is bad in. Like, correct. Dame Mad- Maggie Smith is in this, and she plays uh, the Dowager Countess of Grantham, <laughs> and she's hilarious and she amazing. Has so many zingers that I was la- I was writing them down too. And there's so many. I was, I mean, there was a time where both of us just started snorting. Like, we did. Legit like that. We did. Legit snorting. And, uh, yeah, no, she's, she's fantastic. And it's just the, it's the, the delivery, mm-hmm. the timing, like everything. It's her just, facial expression. Everything. Just everything. Like, everything. Yeah. We just, we, yeah. we loved her. We loved her. So, all right, quick movie review. No, no spoilers, but we're going to give you a little synopsis of basically what happens and what we thought about it overall. Am I giving a synopsis? Yeah, you're giving the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so basically the family returns. Um, it's, you know, seven years after Sybil died, which, you know, from the last episode, I don't know how many years that was. I don't remember. there had been some years since Sybil died. Um, I mean, the girl was at least three, right? So we'll say three to four years, but I just made that up. And the king and queen are coming for a visit. So, of course, it's a great honor. Of course, all the servants are in a frenzy. The house is in a frenzy. Um, And then there's just little side twists and turns and drama. Uh, So that's the gist of it. It's basically a love letter to the fans. Like it's a, it's a long episode is what it is. It's a, it's a really long episode and it is totally like, I I had that thought of the Veronica Mars movie, like how it was the fan service. Mm -hmm. This is fan service. It was, it was a lot of, um, fun, small stories that (laughs) I had to stop myself from thinking too much and going, but that wouldn't happen or they need to discuss that more or why it was wrapped up too quickly because I had to remember like why they were doing this movie in the first place. And there was no reason to do this movie except that people like us wanted to see it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's two, it's about two hours long. Um, and I mean, I was entertained. There are times when sure it's a little slow. It's a lot of 
banter, but that's what I like about. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I like about the show. So it was. It's still well written. When you say that it's, I mean, it's very true to the show. Yeah. Like if you liked the show, yes. Then you there's. I can't see why you would not like. Yeah. This absolutely. Movie. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, from a mom perspective, language such like that. I know you like to do your reviews that way. How how family friendly is the movie? Uh, I would same probably say same as the show. Like there was, I think there was, they said bloody, which is a bad word in, in England. In England yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I like the reaction. There are ladies present. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there, there is some mature content. Uh, there's, but I don't remember any uh, a whole lot of like sex discussion or see or seeing any sex um, on screen. No, no, there's. Like in some of the show, the show some, episodes, there was a lot more. Of that. Yes, yeah, yeah. There wasn't any like sex per se. There was just there was some kissing. There are men that kiss. There's also a scene. It's not a gay bar. It's like it's a gay nightclub, underground nightclub, I, underground nightclub. I don't know, yeah. but then you know they use words like dirty pervert and things like that. So that could be that could harmful be, for children absolutely. to hear that. So yeah. keep that. That was probably the most harsh thing. Um, that's a good point, and 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 it's a significant amount of time on screen. Like yes. there's a there's a whole storyline. Mm-hmm. It's a whole storyline that kind of revolves around this situation um, with homosexuality in that time period, and it's definitely, you know, not not pretty <laughs> um, back then on how they talk and yeah. how they spoke and what they how they even treated um, men who were homosexuals, and so. Keep that in mind if you're if you're taking a child that is younger and they're going to have some questions about that and be prepared for that. So. And especially if it's a child who comes from a home where there's Correct. two moms or two dads mm-hmm. and they're seeing people talk like that about. So yeah, it, it definitely definitely keep that in mind um, if if you're thinking about it. What is this rated? Is it PG or PG thirteen? I, I don't even, even look. know, but I can't <laughs> see why it would be PG thirteen. Yeah, it feels like it's it feels like it's PG. Uh, we'll look at that and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes because let me Google that. Yeah. We're we're not, we're not super prepared for this. We just thought we would, (laughs) we would have a discussion about Downton. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a good fun movie. Like I said, very true PG. All right. We're PG. So keep that in mind, parents, as you're, as you're thinking, if this is going to work for you or not. Um, did you feel satisfied? Did you feel like it gives us a satisfactory wrap up and ending and storyline? I do. I do. I got some closure on some things. So, mm-hmm. so I was happy with it. I was too. Who rated this a 7.6? <laughs> Jerks. Get off your phone, Tanya. <laughs> She's going to have to go back and start yelling at people online. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So favorite, uh, favorite moment from not from the movie because we don't want to spoil anything from the movie but favorite moment from all of the episodes that comes to mind when you think of Downton Abbey I don't know because it had been a long time since I'd seen obviously season one season two I mean there are definite moments that I love like I love when people are happy Mm -hmm. but I will say so the second to last episode was a good one just for like drama purposes. Like I forgot how ruthless Mary can be sometimes, especially when it comes to Edith. Yeah. I love that Edith finally stuck up for herself and called Mary the B word. Um, and you know that 
she did try then then Mary tried to make amends. And so I, I liked that whole storyline because siblings, you know. Uh, dude, yeah. They're complicated. I got, I got sisters. I know. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I, I liked, I, I thought they had a really interesting journey throughout the whole period as well. Um, the other journey that I was surprised at how much I, I was happy with in the end was Thomas's journey. Yes. He started out completely, ugh, like the worst, like get off my yes. screen. Uh, and at the end we were rooting for him and we were in, 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 he found his place and it was, it was good. And I liked, and I liked that. So I like that. But, um, I think the, the moment that stuck with me the most, this is semi-spoiler if you have not done the series, um, but we mentioned it earlier, is when Sybil dies. Sybil dies right after giving birth to her child. And I knew it was coming because if you know anything about me, I read spoilers. I love spoilers. I like to know what's coming. I like to be prepared for it. And um, this, so I knew it was happening, but it still didn't prepare me for how tragic it was and the acting and this just everybody in that room and everybody after she passed away, how they all responded to like the best of them is gone. Cause she really was just the, the, the spark of the family, this, this little firecracker of the family. And, um, that was the one that I was like, okay, well, I need, I need some time here. I need some time here to kind of, you know, deal with that. And then when Matthew died, I was, I was like, okay, Matthew's dead next. (laughs) Like, I was, I was okay with going on to the next episode, which was strange because I didn't have that, that huge emotional impact like I did over Sybil, but Sybil got me. Sybil had me totally distraught. It was, it was bad. Yeah. Well, that's because the way they killed Matthew was lame. So. It, it was lame. It kind of, yeah, spoiler, it was lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, uh, it comes out in movies. It comes out in the theaters. Uh, the Downton Abbey movie comes out into theaters on well September 20th September 20th which is the same day that I'm going to post this podcast so go see it tonight and uh, let us know what you thought you can find Tanya online at Lola Lamb Chops and you can find me at No Guilt Life and let us know what you think about Downton uh, what other I, I'm actually kind of curious what other period piece type stuff what other PBS shows should I be watching <laughs> since obviously you I need slept to be on watching this Poldark have you seen Poldark no I don't That's know Poldark well, start watching it. All right. It sounds like I have my next binge, guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming to the No Guilt Fangirls podcast, and uh, hope you'll come back and fangirl with us again real soon. Bye. As my daughters like to say. Bye. Bye. <laughs>